Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the team. team. My name is T Rex. Who are you? I am Lucky Stiff. How are you? Oh man, I've had quite a week. <laughs> um, I last Sunday uh, I've been running marathons, um, not real ones. I haven't been <laughs> doing any physical exercise. Uh, basically, I've just been staying out late and working too fucking much. And I went to the fucking ER. Yes, you did. Because I was getting chest pains, and they're like, "You're drinking too much coffee, and you don't sleep, and then you stay out too late and drink." And I was honest with them on how much I drank, mm-hmm. and they were like oh, do you need, like, alcohol in here so you don't shake? I was like, no, I don't drink that much. I was like, I only drink at night. They're like, are you sure you're okay? Like, they were handling me. That was really scary, though. Like, a crackhead. Um, Yeah, it was awful. They made me stay overnight. The guy next to me farted literally (laughs) the second I got there to when he left. He was greeting you. 24 hours, this man fucking loudly, stinky farting non-stop it was awful <laughs> he shit like three times in the room oh my the whole God. time i was there i didn't even like pee i was just like get me the fuck out yeah. of here like, did you know what was wrong with him did he say um he was talking about self-harm very loudly Ooh. yeah no so thank that, you please it was i was just i think it probably helped me recover very quickly because i was yeah. just like get like, me the I fuck out of here i was like i don't know i'll just walk out myself it's fine Anyways. I hate everything about that for you. What's new with you? I'm uh, fine now anyways. <laughs> I don't have heart troubles, and uh, I did all the testing, and they said I'm fine. I just need to fucking sleep and uh, lay off drinking so much fucking caffeine. Yeah, this anyways. is like that time I, they thought I had breast cancer because I was like mainlining caffeine, and I literally got a lump. And it, I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, that's a thing that can happen apparently. I was like, I'm going to die. And my regular doctor could not see me for like a month and a half, so I went to Planned Parenthood. So thank God for Planned Parenthood. And the yeah. guy was like just... No more caffeine ever. This is like when my old roommate went temporarily blind because she ate so many uh, 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 Slim Jims. Did I tell you what? I'm sorry, what? Okay, if you, she was on her way to work and she's getting like flashes and she's like, what the fuck? She worked at um, a Lens Crafters and she goes in and um, she's like, what is this? And the, the doctor goes, well, that is... Sorry. Um, that Just is playing with the microphone uh, cords. Uh, ocular migraines that can be caused by two things. Uh, either it runs in your family or you're eating too many deli meats and cheeses. <laughs> well, a month before, um, her girlfriend, Lauren, gave her an Amazon button that was for Slim Jim. No, Whenever you push worst. it, Slim Jim showed up to the house. So this bitch was eating like five Slim Jims a day. Oh my God. She, she had the meat sweat. So, she ate so many Slim Jims that she went temporarily blind. <laughs> That's insane. I guess we should introduce Kim. I think we should. Um, Welcome. (laughs) Segway. For the first time, (laughs) um, uh, Kim Chi is here. How you doing, brah? Oh, hi. I'm so glad to be here. Temporarily blind? Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out the Slim Jims. Hey. (laughs) Um, We just came from uh, Roscoe's where we did a- a Food tasting. Food tasting. Mm. We are so fucking full. (laughs) I think we tasted over like 10 dish. Yeah. And- you know, every single one of them so good, but yeah. probably so high in, like, sodium fat. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time. Like, behind my wig was, like, covered in meat sweat. I could feel, like, the wig's, like, tangling, like, yeah. in the meat sweat. There's ghost pepper in the um, in the quesadilla. Oh, my God. And started getting beads of sweat on the that bridge seems, of her nose. It seems just, like, overkill, really. No, it was delicious. And we're, like, wow. in full drag, like, eating burgers. Like, yeah. I got fig jam, like, on my chin. Like, <laughs> all the grease was, like, running she down my glove. She the burger, and the grease was just dripping down her face. And the whole time you were just like, I'm living my dream oh, life. Oh, it's great, dude. You ever wonder, like, and ask yourself, how did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was very dad. <laughs> um, uh, quick review. I have known you for eight years, seven years, eight years. I feel like since 2012. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is that when you started? That's when I started, yeah. Because I was there the first night you went out, right? Yep. Yeah. You came with Pearl. How, yep. How'd you meet Pearl? So Pearl, <coughs> I was in Florida visiting a friend, and my friend was like, yeah, I'm going to have a house party tonight and invite all my friends over. I'm like, sounds cool. <laughs> so then 15 people came over, and Pearl was one of them. So then and I was like, oh, whatever, that was fun. And I came back to Chicago, and I went to a different house party, and Pearl was there. <laughs> and I was like, didn't I just meet you in Florida? And I'm like, yeah, I just moved here. I didn't know you lived here. That's so then right after that, um, we added each other on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And at the time, this game called Draw Something was really popular. Yeah. 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 So then Pearl and I started playing um, Draw Something against each other every day. <laughs> and then we even started our own Tumblr called like Draw Something Drag mm-hmm. later. But anyways, so then after that, we kind of became best friends and we started hanging out every day. Mm-hmm. And one day he was like, I want to do a drag for fun on Halloween. Do you want to do it with me? And yes. I was like, okay. The gateway so then, holiday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So then we went out in drag for Halloween, and we ended up getting booked the first night we went out. Yeah, it was because uh, you came to drag matinee, and it was seven years ago, so it was mm-hmm. before I was I, I was hosting, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be very easy to get into matinee. There were mm-hmm. so few drag queens, you would just like walk up, and it was like... Wow. And at the time, we looked like a foot, but when we came out, <laughs> everyone was like, you guys look so beautiful. Yeah. And then you kind of like start to believe it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> And then like, you look back at the photo and it's like, who the hell told me I was beautiful? Well, if you look at the photo now, you go, okay, this is raggedy. But if you put you in a lineup next to all the raggedy bitches <laughs> yeah. that were working on a regular basis, you still were the top of the heap. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody looked horrible. <laughs> all looked awful. First of all, they didn't start making uh, lace fronts that you could buy for less than like $400 yep. until like five years ago. Yep. So Everybody had a hard front. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're like, we'd order our wigs from Amazon, like the cosplay wigs for like $20. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we stacked like four of them together. Yeah. It kind of became a competition to see like how many wigs we could stack. <laughs> I'm wearing like eight wigs tonight, yeah. but they're like all shitty wigs, like safety <laughs> pinned together. And I've got the bangs. And they're the all bangs, stacked. Yep. And the bangs are all like competing each other for yep. their different oh lengths. God, it's yep. so bad. And the yep. bangs are like so thick and heavy that like the bangs will never line up. Yep. So it's like this like layers and tower of bangs oh, yeah. on our head. I know oh, that life. looks so yep. bad. <laughs> that bang tower life. Yeah. I'm just realizing I have, we thought we hadn't met before, but I'm realizing just now that I have met you once before in the parking lot of that one movie theater that you always go to. Oh, and the, the two of you were place? together. And I think you were seeing, in my head, it's the Minions movie, but I know that no, that's not no, accurate. That was, <laughs> no, I never saw that. No, I never saw that. But it was some kind of comedy movie, and we were just like, yo, what's 27 up? 27 Dresses? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? I love that movie. I unapologetically love that movie. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I only watched for James Marston. Ooh. I mean, right? Oh, hello. And they're all wet and doing karaoke in the Yo. bar, and you were like, make that Betty and Jeff. Yep, Kim and they ha- sing all the wrong lyrics. Kim has terrible taste in movies. She has great taste in lots of things. Movies, she has terrible taste. Her favorite movie is Burlesque. Oh my god, burlesque is iconic. Don't diss burlesque. You're gonna get hate mail. How like, dare you call burlesque a terrible so movie? So many people love that movie. I, I can't watch it. Oh my god, I could watch burlesque all day every day. <laughs> Cena's acting is like. Chris, my favorite part is like there's a villain played by Kristen Bell, yep. but then like the writers give up on the villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she starts to be bad, but then she just kind of disappears. Yep. <laughs> and then like. Uh, scene with like the fiance and like the boyfriend right, yes. like that's kind of like un- like nothing is flashed out in that movie no. 
Stanley Tucci and Cher are the were the only Yo. saving I mean, graces truly, me. Stanley yeah. Tucci. National also, Cher treasure. going like, "Have you ever heard of air rights? Why do we want Tucci? Nikki, don't drive." <laughs> Lord um, help us. So you've been doing drag for seven years. I guess, That's yeah. That's crazy, dude. I know, how time flies. How would we explain the olden days? <coughs> okay, so... I feel like it lives in folklore so much, and I and and I feel like such an old man where I'm like, you kids don't know how. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about like when we first started. So... <coughs> Um, T-Rex. Sorry, I almost called you Tranica. Nah, that's weird. Um, so T-Rex <laughs> actually used to perform. And when they would make her perform, she would always perform Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God. I'm not, tell- oh I'm not lying God. to you. Like, every time they'll make her perform, she'll only perform Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Because I hated doing it, and I was like, well, this is what you're fucking getting. Yo. And then, oh honestly, God. like... Earlier, like, my years in Chicago were, like, some of the most fun memories that I've had with doing drag. I mean, I have fun now, yeah. but back then, I mean, nowadays, if you do anything, like, it's put online and people are like, oh, she can't do that, she can't do that. Yeah. But back then, like, whatever you did was, like, celebrated and people appreciated yeah. for what it was. Yeah. And we were still, we were all trying to prove ourselves because yeah. we were all kind of pissants. Like, nobody gave a shit until we were like, yeah, you got, like, we made it cool when there wasn't a lot of people like putting those shows on. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing like really big stunty stuff, like really mm-hmm. wacky like, themes and shit. Like pizza theme show, Celine Dion show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those are some of the most fun shows I've ever done. Back when we used to smoke weed, <laughs> I feel, we used to smoke weed yep. and I feel like we would all just get stoned as shit and just be like, no, 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 a cat theme show. <laughs> and then we would just start making it happen and yep. we would cast it and everyone would pick their numbers. And then and the audience the, would love it. And like, it yeah. would be, so packed yeah. yeah and it was just like it was fun because i feel like so much of what was going on at that point was so n- not just like pageantry but it wasn't I it was like we were, predictable we were essentially like predictable. Our, our existence was making fun of drag yeah like we love drag yeah but because you know some drag is taken so seriously that yeah. like everything we did was to like make fun of drag mm-hmm. yeah and i always wanted it to feel like a family atmosphere because even when i went back go back to like the spin days like I never felt like I was ever like invited into that like mm-hmm. yeah I did some of the shows and stuff but I never felt like you walk in the door and people are like hey how's it going like you, you I just always felt kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. so when I was putting on shows I was like I want this to feel like a bunch of friends throwing a fucking house yeah. party doing a dumbass theme you know everyone's welcoming we're all doing shots together like that's what it was it was just a yeah. house party at a bar yeah. like and when T-Rex at Tronica's Most Wanted there will be like reps from Fireball passing out shots if yeah. there's a piece of theme yep. show there'll be like a giant piece up for everyone in the audience yeah. um how come you don't feed us no more <coughs> i did it the mystery show that's mm-hmm. true yeah there was like a pageant theme show we did yeah <laughs> which we had like a swimsuit category we had like a talent <laughs> show yeah. where valentine was like um you know like when you like lick the wine glass but she was doing uh-huh, it with like beer uh-huh, cans and uh-huh. she was like smashing the beer cans with her thing with her boobs yeah with her boobs, yo. <laughs> so it started out with like um you know like in the uh miscongeniality yeah and then she's doing the yep and it's but she's doing it on beer cans and then like 30 seconds in it goes she has giant boobs in and it goes into like the girl from uh yep. america's got talent yep. she just starts like, like smashing the beer cans them, and then they're blowing out from under her into the audience and then the audience is like 
coming up and like putting them back mm -hmm. on the table and so she can like do it and That's everyone's so cheering and it's like and we have Kamora Hall like eating hot dogs as fast as she could yeah wow I, yeah hers was she was the the hot dog eating champion yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Nathan's yeah. hot dogs the contest so it's her in a short wig <laughs> and um uh, sweatpants yep. like dipping <laughs> hot dogs into water and eating what was yours I think I was yodeling that oh, makes sense yeah. And then we've also had some like themes that weren't so successful, but it was very experimental. Yeah. Like we had a CB Tim, the TV theme show. TV. Yeah. Do you remember that one? No. Um, I did Ally McBeal. Oh. Like, <laughs> Maxwell came out as like dancing baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> god. But like no, no one kind of like knew like what. No. The scene was supposed to be. So, yeah. <laughs> but we I don't know when you go specifically for like really niche. I feel like people like. They, they just fell into it because mm -hmm. it was so ridiculous. Cause there yeah, was for sure. Like, no one necessarily got it because it wasn't supposed to be gotten. It was just supposed to be like, like look, like, fuck off. Like, yeah. we're doing what, what we want. Doing. Yeah, it's it. not about, like, pageantry. And it's not, a, yeah, and we, we were raggedy. I mean. And the <laughs> audience was, like, smaller back then, too. Like, we were yeah. like, oh, shit, we got 80 people in the door. Like, this party's mm -hmm. popping. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, my God. Back in the day, it would be like, oh, my God, I hope we get 100 people. And if yeah. I had 100 people, I would jump. Like, <laughs> today, I was like, bills would not be paid if I had it. Yeah. Also, we would have like four, five people in the show. And now we have like seven people shows because yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Yeah, so different. And then we do like three numbers for forty dollars. Yep. God. Now they like they barely cover the Uber fee. You know. Yeah. Back it's true. Also, there was an Uber back then, so if you wanted to take a fucking cab, you had yep. to call a cab. Mm -hmm. It came one out of three times. Yep. <laughs> um, for Pride, you were pretty much fucked. Yeah. Yep. God. And I remember we're like back in my really poor days. Um. I take like an Uber to the venue, overdraft my account, yep, and get paid in check, and yep. then like deposit the check on the way home. Yep. Yeah, yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or we talked about uh, with Trixie, you guys pooling your money to get green eyeshadow for the Kim P look. Is oh that yeah. right, <laughs> yeah, green foundation, right. green foundation. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember when Trixie was like taking the bus up to every weekend, and one yeah. time the bus broke down the highway, so she <sighs> got out on the highway. Um, to catch a cab, like yeah. so she could like make it to Chicago. Rolling wow. her bright pink suitcase down the ramp. <laughs> Yeah. Or um, when she would come on the Amtrak and she was painting on the Amtrak and then she started playing music and she was literally performing for the people while she was getting ready. I and love the, that and so much. And the conductor came by and asked her to please stop performing. <laughs> but was, everyone was having a great were, time. People were watching it. Honestly, those were like the most best memories that yeah. I had with drag. That's yeah. incredible. God. Feeling so nostalgic now. I know. <laughs> um, perfect time to jump into questions. Um, we're going to start with a lightning round. Uh, we got a ton of questions for you. We just kind of put some of the simpler ones here uh, in the beginning. So you ready? Mm -hmm. All right, let's party. Uh, what is your favorite comfort food when you're sick? When I'm sick, um, probably hot bowl of pho. Pho? Mm. Yeah. What kind? Yeah. Um, I get like the big one with everything in it, with <laughs> beef on the side, and I like... Like to dip the beef in, let it cook, so it's a perfect yeah. rare. Because yeah. if you get the beef in there, it's already overcooked. Cooked, right, you know? exactly. Uh, does Trixie Mattel deserve rights? All animals deserve rights, including pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, fa favorite place to eat in Chicago? There's so many places to eat, but one place that I miss the most, and T-Rex hates this place. <laughs> I fucking hate Sunwa. Yes, I love Sunwa. They get shut down every six months for rats. That is a lie. That is a bullface <laughs> lie. They got shut down once, and... T-Rex claims that it gets shut down every fact six checkers, months. But fact the checkers. The food was so salty when I went there. Well, maybe you went to the wrong time. Okay. Wrong people. But the food there is so good. The roast pork. Uh! <laughs> uh, favorite product from your new makeup line? 
All of them. <laughs> well, I've been working on the, all these products for over a year and a half now, and I feel genuinely passionate about every single one of them, and the quality is good. I've tested out every single one. That's nice. Awesome. Do you have a favorite color? Um, well, I haven't launched lipstick yet. The oh. first products I'm launching are the uh, eyeshadow palette, high key gloss, and um, the liquid eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. um, but um, high key gloss called natural shade is really pretty, mm -hmm. and it, it goes with a lot of like fair to medium skin tones. So nice. Sweet. Try it out. Uh, favorite K-pop song? Favorite K-pop song. It changes constantly, but um, my favorite right now is... Oh, oh, pressure. The one I listen to all the time is Singing in the Rain by Luna. Mm. You love Luna. I love Luna. Saint Luna. Luna. Yes. Oh my yeah. God, you love Luna? Yeah. Oh, I love you already. Uh, what part of drag is the hardest for you? The part is the hardest for me is when I'm in full drag, waiting at the gig and waiting to go on, but there is 10 people ahead of you. <laughs> so you're like waiting, uh -huh. but you're not, and everyone's doing like 20 minute Beyonce mixes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That time, like waiting to go on is like the hardest part for me because I'm like cinched, wearing all this costume, wearing like heavy wig, like sweating backstage. So it's not like an anxiety thing. It's just a discomfort because you're like, can we fucking get this over? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Do you get anxiety before you perform? Um, Never. No. I feel like I'm like so used to performing so at this jealous. point. Yeah. Really? I panic every single time. Really? Every single time. You've seen me do it. I'm like standing back there and I'm just like, yeah. okay, okay. My eyes are fully big. I'm not blinking. I think like being coming up in Chicago and like performing all these like weird, stupid numbers back in the day, mm -hmm. it kind of like prepped me to like, well, whatever. If they don't like you, they don't like you. Yeah. yeah like no, we were <laughs> almost like doing things to intentionally like be bad. Yo. So like when people didn't, like when people didn't get it, it was like, nice. yes, like, yes. Oh, we got it. Look at how confused they look. Yeah. <laughs> and so like our understanding, like our barometer of like mm -hmm. what God. people like is different. And so, I'm like, please like me. So like if they don't respond well, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> smart, that's a smart way to live. Uh, favorite uh, relaxation slash self-care activity? Probably skincare. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, I have to do my 10-step Korean skincare routine every night. And Ooh. it's like. Only night? Every night. Yeah, but only only at night. What do you do like when you wake up? When I wake up in the morning, I just wash my face with a uh, foaming cleanser, a little essence, moisturizer, and a little SPF. Uh, lace front brows? Question mark? You know, I didn't believe in them until I toured with Plastic Tierra. Uh -huh. And she uses lace front brows. And when I tell you, she's the most gorgeous thing I've ever like looked closely upon. She is wild. She's so beautiful. She does her makeup so fast. Amazing performer. And sweet and professional, and mm -hmm. she's 21. She's lovely. Like, I've never met someone so young, so good at what they do. Yeah. And while being so nice at the same time. It's infuriating. I know. Like, how are you so perfect? I it makes it. me want to go back in time and be like, can you do better earlier? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, can you not, so much. Yeah, can like, you it not? makes me wonder, like, do you have a tiny dick or something? Do your parents not love you? <laughs> you know, like, there must yeah. be something wrong with you. There's a darkness <laughs> yeah. brewing back right. there. I yeah. know it. Something's broken. Um, You want to jump in? Yeah, let's go to the real question. Well, not the real question. The long question. Oh, gosh, should I start crying? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Gina from Chicago <laughs> asks... What's the coolest drag performance that wasn't your own that you've ever seen? Ooh. Okay, so I can tell you. This happened on Celine Dion night. <laughs> I think T-Rex knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> is it por <coughs> porcelain douching? Yes. Oh, so, no. We have talked about this on this podcast <laughs> Really? Time. Oh, like because it's a, it's a moment in time. It was it, so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know, I thought it was a cool idea. And the fact that she was like, she had to nerve to do that yeah you know like i'm still like blown away by it to this day 
Um, my favorite part that I say about that is that you weren't paying attention when we started uh, squirting the stage down with bleach. And when it was time to do curtain call, you heard your name and everyone was, I was like, yo, just walk out into the audience. Don't go on the stage. And I called your name and you just in slow motion, I see you start to like clomp into <laughs> the bleach douche water. And I was, we're like, no. <laughs> Like him, oh, don't walk in the water. <laughs> Nikki, don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep pushing the table. Forward. Oh, it's okay. No, fine. Um, yeah, that was iconic. I say uh, Bob's uh, number, the uh, the LMFAO song. Oh yes. Shots. Oh my God, shot. So Shots. good. She only does That's it once every like couple years. Yeah. It, it, she makes a mess. She has to do it at the absolute end of the night. Yep. But it starts out, she's just like slowly doing shots. And by the end of it, she's throwing the shots at her face. And it's a song that everyone is always like cheering to. Yep. Yeah. So people get like fully like, <sighs> Yeah. Like, yeah it's and crazy. the crazy thing is like I've asked her to like perform that number for me because I genuinely want to see it again it's one it of is, my like, favorite numbers it's one of the best numbers I've ever seen so simple too but Bob won't do it he, think, he, like, he thinks I'm trolling him or something he's <laughs> like Cam like you know stop fooling around it's like no yeah. I really want to see no, that it's number so genius no, that's it's, a genius idea like, yeah, so funny. I, I love this so much to the point I even like asked everyone like does anyone have a video of that performance that just no happened one. no I, one did I can't find it anywhere no. because people aren't expecting it to happen and yeah. then they're too into it so they don't want to pull out the camera because it was such a good number wow. honestly bob the drag queen like go to his shows like go see his numbers one of probably one of the most talented performer i've ever seen in my lifetime yeah he's just so charismatic he just can gets the audience it, attention and can hold an audience for what's that new york thing can hold yeah. an audience for yeah. fucking two hours and just talking chatting doing a number you yeah. chatting doing totally a number. Comfortable and even when he's like on stage or off stage he's the same person yeah he's always entertaining wow. yeah i love that yeah, he's the one of the funniest, like naturally funniest people I think I've ever met in my Yo, life. Love Bob the Drag Queen. Um, but if re- you're listening, I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Do you have any? Oh yeah, Sasha Colby at Nightgowns. Literally oh, just dude, like which one? Uh, I don't remember what song it was, but it was literally. It's just, the one, the ballad one. Yes, with, just with the chair. Her in the chair. Yes, and wearing like nothing, just yep. like a little white nighty with the chair and it's just all her magnetism and hairography and I just remember I was like I had tears streaming <coughs> down my face my mouth was open I was just like this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen it was so simple it's just all I her could, I could watch Sasha Colby paint her nails I could watch her totally. do anything yeah. anything yeah. she's so good she's on stage she's unbelievable also, like speaking of Sasha, Sasha Valour's performances are so good Always. too. That's coming uh, this month. I'm Smoke so excited. Yeah. So, I saw that in New York and it changed my life. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like I'm the worst drag queen in the world. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so polished, so thought out, like yeah. so detailed. Like if you don't go see it, you're literally missing out on a show of a yeah. lifetime. Yeah. I feel that way every time I look at Sasha. I'm just yeah. like, man, I'm lazy. Like I'm she's not everything I want to be, but I'm not skinny and white. <laughs> <laughs> you never will be. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, Adam from Canoga Park, California says, uh, what was your favorite part of creating your makeup line? Um, my favorite part was, I guess, being in charge. (laughs) (laughs) Having the power. (laughs) I'm so terrified right now. I mean, mean, that's the reason why, like, a lot of drag queens, you know, are the way we are, you know? We like having control over our art. We like having control over, like, what we put out. Mm -hmm. Content. Yeah. And... I love power. <laughs> what were like your bullet points going in? You're like, okay, these are things that this okay. has to have. This cannot be, this cannot happen. This has to happen. So when a drag queen releases merch or when like quote unquote celebrity releases a makeup line, I always feel like they're so overpriced to the mm. point where like 
Maybe people will buy like one or two things from like the line, you know, but you can't like it's not sustainable. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But what I wanted to do was create a line that was affordable by like everyone. Mm -hmm. So even like Becky from Iowa or Joshua <laughs> from New York. I don't know where these names are coming from. <laughs> wow. But, so specific. <laughs> <laughs> like if you want to buy, you know, like all shades, you know, they're like, they're really affordable. Yeah. So, and that was one of the biggest issues I had um, as a drag queen growing up. Like, good makeup is so expensive. Yeah. So, I just wanted to create something that was affordable by everyone. Yeah. With, like, good results. Yeah. I love that. So Damn. Good. Were you, like, in the lab testing it? Oh, yes. Nice. Is it so fucking hard? Talking to Trixie, Trixie made it sound like the worst, like, hardest thing she's ever done. <laughs> but also, like, Trixie makes everything she's done, like, the hardest thing she's ever done. <laughs> and then she, it followed by, like, I cried twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, she... Like, every single story of her doing anything, it's like, I cried. <laughs> same. Same, Trixie. Yeah. We get it. You're a theater kid. <laughs> <laughs> 525. Like, when, oh, remember no. when she went to, like, film Drag Race? She's like, yeah, I was crying in my hotel room every night. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, I, I was in, when I was filming, I was in my hotel room just, like, living. I was like, eating, air conditioning is great. Eating ribs every yeah. day. <laughs> right. the, the food is great. The TV's good. Yeah. <laughs> Ideal situation. Yeah. Derek Barry's here, but otherwise, everything's fine. Hey. <laughs> I love Derek Barry. Me too. Love you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What, I got to get a Derek uh, dig in once a year. <laughs> is that all? Oh, my God. Mm. Well... Segue. Oh, yeah. Tiki Vonte from St. Louis. No, I lied. Nope. Well, it's too late now. Um, Nora Prinefren, what is the most surprising thing that you've encountered in your career as an entertainer? Surprising hmm. thing? Surprising. Um, about how badly drag queens are treated, almost as if they're like... Second class celebrities. Mm. Yeah. Like they're like the working class of celebrities. Like they're still like <coughs> lugging their own luggage oh, and yeah. like still yeah. getting ready in filthy back rooms and like. And yeah, people still expect like, you know, like the same level of like professionalism mm -hmm. and like kindness from like they get from like regular celebrities. Right. Yeah. And okay, so for, so for example, I think it was Chicago Pride like five or six years ago, so ago oh, before I was on Drag Race. Oh my God. Can I even share the story? Do it, please. Okay. I, yes. Okay, let me tell you how badly drag queens are treated during Pride season, especially. Mm -hmm. This is your first time on the main stage for them, so you were like so excited to mm -hmm. do this. The pay was a nickel. Pay, pay was like nothing. Yeah. So I get to the Pride ground. I, pref um, I think. That day's like big performer was like Jennifer Hudson, uh -huh. but she was like six hours late. Oh to a yeah, Dixie her, told us about yeah. this. To a pride in her own hometown. Yeah. So, anyways, they keep sending the girls out to like fill the time in. Um, so then I perform one number, and then after that, there's like a torrential downpour. Yeah. When we like, say torrential, it was like feet like of Noah's water in like an hour. It was it shut down the entire like, area. Yep. Like yeah. literally, like it was like you go outside for one second and you're like you'd be so fucking drenched. It was horrible. So yeah. then, fourteen drag queens. They took fourteen drag queens and put it in a tiny trailer. So we're like wall to wall. Some are standing. Uh -huh. Um, like literally, like there's no place to move. We're on there, and they tell us you're not going anywhere in case like the um the thunderstorm clears out. And right. if you leave, you're not getting paid. And <laughs> After that, the trailer starts leaking, so there's oh water God. everywhere. So then we're like, all right, we've been here for, like, two hours, like, trapped in this trailer. Can we please have some, like, water or, like, food? Right. So then they go to, like, the catering, bring back half bottle of wine <laughs> and a tray full of 
two slices of deli meat and four <laughs> slices of cheese. No. And half loaf of bread to split among 14 drag queens. And a girl that wasn't even in the show came and ate half of the No. Food. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Drag last supper. <laughs> so then I think we were like trapped there until 7 on p.m. till they finally like gave us to go to go home. Yeah. Also, was that the year that when you were walking in, they went through yes. all of your baggage? Yeah. Because they wouldn't let her just walk in normal like they should. I was in full drag. They made her open up everything. They and went, take everything out in front of everybody. shit in front of everyone. Drag. Wigs. Oh my dresses. God. And I was a Panty performer, nose. like, booked to perform there. Oh, my yeah. God. And then no one would even, like, help me, like, take the luggage. So I'm, like, sweating in full drag, carrying four, like, bags, like, yeah. to the dressing room trailer, which is on the other side of the pride ground. Jesus. And Kim came over after because I was at the Red Bull stage yeah. and I remember you looked like you had just walked through a hurricane <laughs> and you came up and you were like broken. <laughs> oh, no. I was like in tears. You came up oh. and you were like, I just had the worst experience of my life. Oh, no. <laughs> it was awful. Ever since then, I was like, Chicago Pride, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty... I don't know if it's gotten better, but like that was my experience yeah. and based on that experience, is it the same organizers? Uh, it is the same organizers. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> It was gnarly, and uh, wow. they, they, That's rough. they were good to me, but uh, there are some things that mm-hmm. need to change. Yes, I love Chicago, but Chicago Pride, fuck you. Mm. <laughs> Milwaukee wow. Pride, though. Milwaukee Pride is the T. This the is tea. what I hear. Um, it's fucking lit. Motor City Pride is the T. San Diego Pride is the T. LA Pride is the T. Honestly, Pride everywhere, but Chicago is the T. Wow. Fuck you, Chicago Pride. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, all right, I'll do the next one. Okay. Tiki Vonti, who I met when I was in St. Louis. Hey. Um, t- uh, being exhausted and getting heart palpitations. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tiki no. Vonti from uh, St. Louis uh, said, being a more conceptual queen, what do you choose first? The look or the song? Mm. How do you decide what to do? Um, I mean, just like every artist, sometimes like I, I'll be inspired of a song and I'll build like a look around it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll build a look first. Yeah, so it's half and half. Yeah. How do you... Uh, pick stuff for the work the world tour because I, it seems like they help you make these giant things so like do they come to you and say like we want you to wear this giant dress and there's reveals and blah blah, blah or do you kind of concept it or is um, it person to person uh, it's person to person <coughs> so um, they meet with each of us like individually on like what we want to do mm. and you tell them like alright these are the songs I was thinking of and this is the concept that goes with it and then the choreographer would be like, well, I have this idea that'll take this performance to the next level. Yeah. And then the producer would be like, well, what if we do this at this part? So it's totally like a collaborative effort. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do you get all of your costumes made like yourself? Like you pick who you want to make it? And stuff totally, like that? Yeah. yeah. Everything I put on my body, I choose like who makes it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But have th- you? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask because this is a question I wanted mm-hmm. to ask. Have you ever performed in that tiny teddy bear outfit or is that only for sitting? Oh, it's only for sitting. Ah! <laughs> I wish I could perform in it, but, you know, performing like, requires you to move around and eh. there's just, like, no way to, like, move around that and keep that. We just that... need somebody to wheel you around on a cart, I right? think. Right? Or, like, have me on a table or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody can dance around you. Yo. <laughs> what was that originally made for? It was made for a Halloween party um, that Bob throws in New York called Bloodbath. Oh, yeah. So I wore for that. And then um, when I had to do the, what was that called? Oh, the pit stop. The pit stop, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like I'm becoming like RuPaul. What was <laughs> yeah. her name again? Yeah. <laughs> now, did she win that season? Oh, you're God. Like, you're no. like, no, she's a judge. It's Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, for Pissed Off, it was like Cedis. I was like, this is perfect. I'm going to get my money's worth out of this outfit. Absolutely. Oh, it was, I loved that thing so much. I was like, oh. Thank you. Um, my mother has submitted a question. Suze. Hi, Suze. I, I love your mom. It. I my love mom still Suze. asks about you. Really? Yeah. Do you remember when we went out brunch together and I accidentally blurted out, Ben is a bottom <laughs> in front of your mom? <laughs> and what did she say? And Ben was like, reel it in, Kim. Reel it in. <laughs> she reel it in. She. Um, I, our relationship is pretty open, so I think she's down. She's amazing. She does not care. I she's love my Suze. Favorite. Yeah. The, like, the older she gets to, the more... Bitch, I went home. That bitch was, got... She got lip injections. I knew she got lip she injections. She got lip injections. She was her. posting all these selfies, and yeah. I was like, something's different. Yeah, like... The, <laughs> you look good, I, Suze. When I was in high school, she, none of this would have happened. Now my mom is, like, so chill. She's a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I adore all right, her. Go home. All right. I like that she, it says Mama Suze from FLA for Kim... You've accomplished so much, and you seem to keep going and going. What's your secret to success and keeping balanced? Question, Question mark, mark, exclamation, exclamation point. <laughs> um, keeping balance. I guess I like to like hold on to a hobby like when I'm on the road. And I feel like doing that just like keeps me feel separated from work when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. So, for example. Oh. Well, someone has a tiny dick. Excuse yeah. me, it was the Roscoe's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for I love video games. Yeah. So, for like when I'm traveling and touring, I love playing like games. Like while I'm not working, mm-hmm. what like, do you when play? I'm like riding on a flight, um, I'm playing this one called Ragnarok Online Mobile. Hey, yeah. Get into it. Um, if you're into global server, um, join my guild. If you're level 90 or higher. <laughs> Aren't you, like, really good in this? Don't oh, my I... God. I think I'm pretty amazing. My character is amazing. Yeah. But didn't you say you're, like, you're in the top tier of something? I mean, we're Team Sun. <laughs> okay. But that won't mean anything to you. No. It means nothing. <laughs> no. It means our, gear, our guild is in, like, the top tier. Wow. Yep. That means nothing to it me. Mean- is that He's the, just like blankly that, staring straight ahead. Is that the main thing you play? Is that like the only thing? Um, I'm also playing Nintendo. I play Nintendo Switch a lot. Mm-hmm. And on tour, all the queens play Super Smash Brothers every day. Wow, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Monet is probably the best player that I've known. Really? Mm-hmm. And then me. Who's the worst? <laughs> um, probably Evie Adley. Aww. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Naomi's really good. Plastic is really good. Naomi's good. Naomi's huh? actually really good, yeah. That surprises me. She gets really competitive. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't surprise okay, that, me at no, all. I get it, yeah. No. <laughs> makes sense, yeah. Oh my God. I love her so much. She was just here. I didn't get to see her. Oh, did, you, did she do this podcast? No, wait. wait no, who? she hasn't done it yet. Naomi. Yeah, she has. When did we have she Naomi? A year ago. With oh my Nico. God. A bunch of, oh, bunch of RuPaul's here. A year ago. I know. Yeah. RuPaul's here on the T. Oh, that, well, that girl from season eight and All Stars. Yeah. I'm sorry, Naomi. I know. I'm bad at this too. It's I can't so remember. Bad. It was a year ago. I know. We've been doing this for a good long time. <sighs> um, yeah. So, what's your? That's your secret to success: keeping balance. Yeah, of like fun and work. Do you do stoning on the road? Um, not really. Stoning is like when I'm home for like a week, and I catch up on my TV shows, and then I rhinestone them. Oh yeah. What are you watching right now? Right now, um, there is a really good show on Netflix called Carol and Tuesday. Oh. I haven't heard of this. Oh my it? god, it's so good. It's about a girl who runs away from home. Is it Anne um, Yeah. Oh. But 
It's really, really good. Mm. Um, and she wants to become a singer. Uh-huh. And then she meets this girl named Carol. And then they form a duo. And then it's about their journey of becoming a singer. Have you ever watched Nana? Yes, I love Nana. I love Wait, Nana. is this AJ and the Queen? No. <laughs> <coughs> and, and one of them's a drag queen and <laughs> Delta Works not doing the hair anymore? <laughs> Union? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you listen to Race Chaser? Race Chaser, what's that? It's, uh, yes, that answers that question. Uh, Willem and Alaska's oh, 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 oh. Um, I actually don't listen to podcasts. Huh. Good to know. Including <laughs> Race Chaser. <laughs> I love podcasts. That's like my thing that helps yeah, me. Yeah, you're like, a podcast fiend. Yeah. Now that I'm at the gym, it helps me pass the time. Mm, when I'm at the gym, it's Luna nonstop. <laughs> you um, just do the choreo yep. on the treadmill? <laughs> no, no choreo. <laughs> All right. We only got uh, two more. Uh, this is from Sophia from Portland. Uh, what is your best tour story? Oh, my God. I have so many tour stories. I want to know. Um, let me start with Let me start with the a messy. <laughs> Let me start Monster. with God. Let me start with this one. So, Valentina, when do you guys remember when Valentina got the gig on Rent Live? Yes. yes. So, oh no. I was there in the dressing room with her <laughs> oh when God. she got the call. <laughs> um, so this happened during Work the World show. This um, was like a year and a half ago, probably. Yeah. And she had to go on stage in about, like, three numbers or so. And she wasn't dressed at all. So she gets the call. She hangs up. And she starts screaming. And it starts running from, like, room to room. And we're like, what's wrong, Valentina? What's wrong? And she comes. And she's like, guys, I got the part for Rent Live. And we're like, oh, my God, congratulations. And then she goes over to her workstation and starts packing. (laughs) And we're like, Valentina, get dressed. You're about to go on stage in, like, 12 minutes. She's like, I'm leaving. And I'm like, what do you mean you're leaving? I'm leaving the tour, me more. I gotta go. I was like, me and Bob were now? like, wait, what do you mean like you're like leaving the tour now? I was like, I gotta get ready. I have to go to fittings and I have to start practicing. This and is we're, a one minute after getting the call. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Like the show's happening like right now. Like just get dressed. Yeah. And it's like I have a lot to do. I have to prep for this roar. <laughs> And then the producer in the middle of a show. show. Oh my god! And then the producer of the show comes in. And it's like, oh my god, Valentina, I just heard the news. Congratulations! She's like, thank you. Um, I need to talk to you. I'm uh, leaving. And we're like, <laughs> you're, and everyone is like this puzzled, is wild. So like really wild to what's happening. Like, Gal, just do so, your number. So then producer like leaves the room confused, and then <laughs> she goes through her stuff, pulls out like two dirty earrings, and she puts them in my hand, and it's like. Kim, I want you to have to. It's <laughs> like she's dying. <laughs> and I was like, do you, like your earrings? And she's like, I don't need your earrings. I have my own. It's like, no, me more. They're vintage. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> so then, so then she goes over and then she'll still grab the eyeliner. She's like, so this is the eyeliner I use. They're only a dollar at Santiali, but they're the best eyeliner. And then she gives me the eyeliner what? too. And I'm still positive. I was like, Valentina, get dressed. <laughs> like, I have like two numbers. Like, like, you know, like, don't walk out on the tour now. Your fans out there are, like, waiting for you. And then she starts crying. And he's like, Kim, I just want to tell you how much you mean to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, I, I get you're crying, but also, like, can you please get dressed? <laughs> and, like, me and Bob, like, forcefully shove her into, like, her, like, costume. And she goes on stage. And after she comes back, she finally packs up. And she's, like, ready to leave the tour. Um... And I think she does one more show and then left after that. How early did she leave? 
I don't remember. This is like, yeah, so last year. But I mean, I love her. I wish I could live in like my own world like her. Yeah, I just like <laughs> that never. That sounds nice. Yeah, I just love. Oh, that. and my favorite part was um, after she was done talking with me, she goes over to Bob, <laughs> holds him by the shoulder, and tells Bob, Bob, I never told you how gorgeous you are. Take care. It was as if like she became an angel and like ascended into right. heaven, and you're like like dirty poor peasants like. Yeah, it was like she just got told that like her train's leaving and she's going to a better life. Yeah, and, and, and but the train leaves in twenty minutes. minutes and she's got to go. And the rest of us are like still in the village, like hungry and starving, yeah. malnourished. Yes, wow. yes. And so she gives her her, her her final pieces of gold jewelry to the villagers. Farewell, my friends. Yes. I go to a better place. <laughs> My God, or Lord. Right. Uh, she's an icon. I love her so much. Um, are you any more uh, Valentina stories? So, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I love Valentina. You mm-hmm. know, like she's such a quirky character, um, but also because she's so quirky and like not all in this world. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like fun to troll with her. Yeah. So back when she was on tour with me, she would always post in her Instagram story. Everybody, bring me roses. I love roses. I remember that. So, but there was, like, a good week where she didn't get roses from any fans. And she was, like, genuinely upset about oh, it. Oh, no. For a week? For, like, a, for a whole week, yeah. But, but she was getting them everywhere else. Yo. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And the next day we were at London. And one of my friends in London was coming to the show. And then he texted me, hey, Kim, do you want me to bring you anything to the show? And then the wheels in my brain starts turning. Oh, and no. And I ask him, You're All right, a psycho. I hope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you no. Fucking psycho. No, we're so bored on the road that it's just kind of, you know. Trolling. Trolling is mm-hmm. what keeps us sane. <laughs> I ask him, All right, I need you to go to the store and buy the biggest bouquet of roses. I'll pay you for it. Um, but only get them for me. <gasps> and when we do the meeting grades, we always do them in pairs. Oh, my God. And I usually like to do the meeting grade with like Detox or Naomi or whomever. But so I go to Valentina. I was like, Valentina, we never do the meeting grease together. Want to do it together today? And she was like, okay, mi amor. <laughs> so we stand in line together doing the meeting greets, um, going through the fans. Psycho. And then here comes my friend with big bouquet of roses. <gasps> she sees him. Her face just like brightens up. Oh my God. And she starts smiling and she's in such a good mood. This is sociopathic. <laughs> you are a sociopath. <laughs> I'm like losing my mind right now. <laughs> and then, oh so finally, God. finally, like he comes down to the end of the line, um, and she sees him, holds out her hands, smiling. No, <laughs> no, it's like a sitcom. Oh my God! <laughs> and then he hugs her back, and then hands me the rose. <laughs> broken and then furious. her face crack at that moment i'll never forget her for the rest of my life did she know no she doesn't know to this day i mean oh <laughs> wow. and behind the stage she was so upset that she threw she picked up the roses she was like you bitch roses are my thing and she threw through them at my head <laughs> wow oh my god i love that so much that's wild. Um, this one time. Of you terrorizing people on the Story road. Story time. <laughs> no. <laughs> problem, problem child on the I road. I don't terrorize anyone. <laughs> no, you, you just told no, us a you're story the about worst. it. No, you truly oh are the worst. Oh my God. I'm so glad I came with this podcast to be with. <laughs> you've always been like this. <laughs> so one time. <laughs> so Naomi's like very chill now, but 
um, when she first started touring, she like went through like a party girl phase for like a good like three months. You know, understandable. Like, you know, you're young and you're like touring, like seeing yeah. the world basically. Yeah. So one time we were on tour, I think, in Ohio, <clears throat> and she went out partied so hard with my assistant at that time, and next morning, like, she never made, like, the hotel lobby call. So we were calling, you know, trying to, like, get, you know, like, bang on her hotel room, but she uh-huh. wasn't answering. So we were like, well, you know, like, the 10 of us, you know, we have to make our flight. So we left her <clears throat> behind. <clears throat> so the next city was Grand Rapids, Michigan. So we land, check in, and I go up to her hotel room, and Naomi's already there. And we are like, how did you get here before us? And she was like, well, I took a cab. Like, I woke oh, up, like, 30 minutes after, like, she I was supposed did. to, like, meet you guys. So I stumbled out into the lobby and with my assistant. <laughs> and we grabbed, like, the first cab we saw. So then they took a cab from Ohio oh my to God. Grand Rapids, Michigan. How far is that? Like, I think it was, like, a six, seven-hour drive. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. I can't crazy. the cab took her. How much did it cost? Well, I'll get to that. Yeah. But um, my first thing would be to, like, let me just get, like, a new flight or something. Right. You know? So I asked my assistant, "Can I have my merch money from last night?" And he's like, "Well, we used your merch money for we used your merch money to pay for the <gasps> cab." And I was like, "How much was it?" It's like six hundred dollars. <gasps> and both of them put their head down. Oh. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Like a cab, but I mean, she's she's not like that now. No, she's know? not. I was she's like so smart. When she first moved here, she was like party girl, and yeah. now she's like. She's like, I don't party. She's so tame. Yeah. yeah. She's like, go to the gym, you know, yeah. like, go to yoga. Mm-hmm. Working on the like, fitness. You know, eat vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like everybody goes through, like, a party phase. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about year 15, 16. I'm like, <laughs> You're doing amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> but then I went to the hospital. They told me to calm down. So maybe <laughs> at the end of it. <laughs> so stressful. Wow. Um, all right, uh, before we get to the last one, um, do you want to give a shout out to our champagne sponsors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you would like to sponsor us on the tea, there is a way that you can do that. (laughs) Thank you for the sound effects. I liked it. Those are the bubbles. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to hear a fart? (laughs) Do you want to hear a fart? Are you guys begging people for money? Yeah. Yeah, always. Pay them. <laughs> we have a Venmo so people can buy it. We a do. It's the Tea Podcast. Yes. And you can. We're a small operation, Kim. We're, just we're not babies. on fucking I'm not shaming you. I'm not this sh- isn't Voss We are direct bitch. to our constituents. Right. We ask them for money so we this can continue MP to get drunk. Money, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is Neverland. You don't get paid. <laughs> 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 Truth. Um, but our champagne sponsors for this week are Johnny Butera. Hey, Thank you, Johnny. Maggie Vandeveer. Thank you. Miranda Lung. Thanks. Tara Card. Uh-huh. Amazing. Thank you. Johnny Wenzel. Thank you. Shannon Monroe. Gracias. Nicole Sutton. Thank you. Alex Miller. Oh, I love Nicole Sutton. I know, from Milwaukee. She's so, so sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful human. Shout out to Nicole. Nicole, you're amazing. All right, uh, shall we do the final one? Let's do it. Oh, and it is indeed an OG teabag. Bailey from Chicago. Shut up. I'm trying to make it happen. How did getting your start in Chicago shape your drag career slash aesthetic, work ethic, how you approach drag in general? (coughs) Then there's a second part. Do you think if you started somewhere else, your life slash career would have turned out differently? That's a good Absolutely. Bailey, come on. So good. Absolutely. Um, Chicago has made me the drag queen that I am today. 
Yeah. Awful. Sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking bitch so, all the time. A sociopath. So basically, like, um, how I started with gigs is um, I was, I mean, back then, Neverland parties were cool. Yeah. Before they started scamming queens. Yeah. yeah. So I was the main host for Neverland parties, and I'd host every single one of their party. And for every single one, I'd do, like, a crazy look, you know? Like, these are, like, gigantic. No one was doing this at the time. Yeah. And she had, like, mannequin heads. What was the one where you had, like, giant mannequins attached to your... Oh, to the sides, yeah. Yeah, like just shit that no one was doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just made a huge fucking splash. It really helped Neverland take off too because then mm-hmm. all, all the drag queens were interested because they're like, shit, you know, because they're putting so much effort into the looks right, and the parties sure. were cool and yeah. Sorry. And then and then for performance side, um, to give credit where it's due, like a lot of like T-Rexes, you know, like parties back then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really like, Help me like develop my sense of humor too, because mm-hmm. oh, we no. <laughs> we really didn't take anything seriously. And I'm, as I mentioned before, entire existence based upon loving drag, but also making fun of it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think that's why, like, I don't take anything too seriously. I love trolling everyone. <laughs> if you grew up in L.A., if you grew up in New York, mm-hmm. like, you know, do you think you would have the same understanding of drag and the same work ethic and the same, you know? I mean, like, in Chicago, T-Rex and I went through some shit. Shit. Like, a lot of times. Shit. Like, getting paid nothing, um, doing awful things, but also, like, putting it up and trying to be professional. Yeah. yeah. And developing our work ethics, too. Yeah. Like, there were so many times that like, we held each other's hands in the dressing room. We were like, one more shitty gig. One more yeah. shitty yeah. gig. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I re- yeah. I remember, like, holding back tears, being like, this is garbage. Yeah. But, like, it's mm-hmm. what you fucking did. You have to go did, And, yeah. There and were times where, like, the turnout was, like, so slow that we were, like, so depressed that um, we yeah. go and get a pizza and, like, cry on the way home in the yeah. cab. Yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, that's a mood. Now yeah. there's, it's funny, because now, to look at it, you have so many success stories. Mm-hmm. But at that point, there were so few success stories so there wasn't really this thing of like I can make it to this next level because the next level wasn't fully there yet I mean there was like the Rajas and then there was like you know what it's like season five and six I mean there's definitely big names but there's five of those you know so like even me locally I'm like well if I never get on drag race I'm never gonna have a fucking name for myself so it was such a it was wild west back then because we were mm-hmm. just like whatever we got to do to be relevant and you know yeah have and fun just like and have fun but also make money at the same time yeah yeah for sure. and honestly like a forty dollar gig meant you know between like eating or not eating for that week yeah you know? yeah I feel that yeah. like every audience in the show like really counted yeah. Yeah, the urgency of that yeah. was so important, and I think that sticks with me today because mm-hmm. every single show that I have, I like annoyingly promote it because I still have that anxiety from going to shows where like fucking 40 people would show up and you're like okay at least it was 40 and not 30 yeah and back then um, T-Rex would say "All right, guys I think this crowd is going to be small but mighty today yeah (laughs) yeah you gotta hype Mm -hmm. them up and you gotta and do you still do the um, hands in like hands in to this day yeah. It's good. It helps to center mm-hmm. everybody. Because community is really the thing that will tie any fucking drag show, no matter how mm-hmm. small and rinky-dink. If yeah. I can, like, hang out with people I actually want to hang out with, yes. and, like, the audience feels like everyone's involved and they're, like, our friends and family, like, For sure. mm-hmm. that that's what works. You know, there's shows that have tons of budget, but it doesn't feel like a community. Like, it just yeah. feels ice cold. Like, yeah. you know? I get that. Yeah. And all the opportunities I've gotten, you know, I can't help but admit, you know, 
comes from being like right place at the right time and like a lot of like the Chicago things. Yeah. So if I were to like grow up in New York or LA, I don't know if I would even be doing drag to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Because I'm an accidental drag queen and just everything, one thing after another, just kind of like led to this. Yeah. Well, we are just so thankful that you were lucky enough to meet Pearl and um, <laughs> that she uh, bullied you into being a drag queen. And now I'm here. Yeah. In this home. Hey. Recording this podcast. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, Here we are. Really in a dip right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, when does the makeup line uh, officially come out? Yeah. It comes out October 16th. Nice. So soon. Will this podcast come out before then? Um, I believe it comes out like two days before. Is that a week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, this uh-huh. will be on Monday. Well, my makeup will be available on www.kimchishakebeauty.com. Yay. Hey. Yay. I'm very excited about it. So please like, subscribe. Yeah. Use, um, me. <laughs> so th- this is just the initial launch and now you're working on tons of stuff behind the scenes there's a ton of stuff like coming up yeah um so stay tuned i have a lot more products lined up nice yay thank you that for coming and doing this thank you for having me yes uh where can we find you online and um is there any big shows you have to promote besides your makeup um i'll be in work the world um asia and australia nice. and then rupaul's drag race live in vegas next year yes um, I'll be there as well. Also, I have to say, last night we went to see uh, Work the World. I had mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. a couple other iterations of it, but at this point, it is truly the most high-budget production. It is, like, nice. Broadway-level, like, fucking put together. Wow. This shit is incredible now. And it's a traveling set. That's the crazy part. Yo, yeah. It is, yeah. it is slick. Like, that shit is good. Love that. Yeah. I was really impressed. And also, Asia O'Hara as a host is phenomenal. Nice. I did not know that she wow. did hosting at all. Me and either. then she was like doing crowd work, roasting people. Like, Hells yeah. You know, and the sad thing the is, audience. you have to like leave before her number. Her actual mm-hmm. number is amazing too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> so she, she does so many things during her number. She first comes out in a costume that lights up and she takes it off. And um, you know, like marching band, you know, like the spinning things that lights up. Yeah, batons. Yeah, she, so she does baton twirling. She plays the drums and she dances. Does like floor work. Wow. And then even like when she twirls the batons, she programs it to a different city every week. So <gasps> if she's in a certain city, when she twirls the baton, it'll show that um, that town's like sports team. Hey. And when she's in Canada, so smart. And when she's in different country, it'll show that different country's flag. Wow. Like so detail oriented. Didn't didn't she help uh kind of shape the show in its new iteration? Like wasn't she one of the behind the scenes people that Yeah, like, for this helped? one. For yeah. this yeah. 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 So she's very talented. Yeah. Damn. She's congrats. Yo, and she That's looks cool. fucking great. Mm-hmm. She looks great. She's consummate professional too. She gets costumes, you know, like she yeah. understands like sewing. She understands performing. Yeah. So she's very multi talented. She's perfect for that show. Uh, yeah, yeah, perfect. So cool. Um, uh, oh yeah. Anything else? Find you online. Oh, yeah, find me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, don't find me on Facebook because I never use it. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am a T-Rex in Chicago on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Drag Matinee every Saturday. I am at um, Roscoe's all the fucking time. And uh, what else? I'm in Milwaukee at Dick's yes. every third Friday. And every now and then I'm with uh, Hard Candy in Louisville mm-hmm. and uh, other places in the south and the Midwest. Queen of Midwest, T Rex. I am Lucky Stiff 2 on Twitter. I am Lucky Dot Stiff on Instagram. And I am at 
Goddess at Berlin Nightclub with Cat Sass every third Friday. Every fourth Friday, I am at Delirium, which is the 1920s Absinthe Cabaret at the Newport Theater with Willie LeCue. And check my story and Twitter and stuff for the rest of it. Thank you for being here, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so rude. Cheers. Cheers with your empty Cubby's glass. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the champagne? It's a Cubby Rita. We're so classy here. <laughs>